Sri Vishnu Sahasranam, 726, Aneka Murti. Again, it's an easy name to understand. He of many forms. Eka means one, Aneka means not one, and is generally taken to mean many. Now, this is in contradistinction to the uh, Mayavadi misunderstanding of the previous name, Amurti Man, which they take to mean that he has no form. So then they have to interpret his having many forms as saying all the forms are illusory. So what's the specialty of that? That if it's all illusory, then we also have a form that's illusory. But you can say, oh no, Vishnu is very special because he has many forms which are illusory. But it, according to this logic, it's, it's like having many zeros instead of one zero. It all adds up to zero. So Mayavadis squ squash them down again. Krishna Data Bharadvaj gives the derivation. Aneka Bahava Murtaya Akara Svecha Parigrihita Yasya Iti Aneka Murtihi. He who can assume many different forms as he desires according to his will is Aneka Murti. Baladevidya Bhushan, continuing with the theme that he previously gave, in the previous verse, Aneka Murti specifically relates it to his Krishnas simultaneously dwelling in 16,108 palaces in 16,108 forms. Now the yogis can expand themselves in up to maximum nine forms. Krishna expands himself into 16,108 forms. But actually, there are many, 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 many more forms. He expands himself as the Paramatma in the heart of every living being and in every atom. Andantarasta paramanuchayantarastam. He's within every living being, in the heart of every living being. So that's how many? Uncountable. But manifestly, and we'll get the next, next name, Avyakta, which means unmanifest. Watch out for that. Mayavadis are rubbing their hands. <laughs> they like all these, I don't know what kind of perverse pleasure they get in trying to negate the reality of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But manifestly, he expanded himself in 100, 1,000, Sorry, 16,108 forms and performed different activities, similar activities, but did different things at different times with different queens. And that's also part of his Bhaktavat Salyata. That name we'll be discussing fairly soon in Vishnu Sahasranam, that he is Bhaktavat Salyata. He's very uh, loving and kind and protective and affectionate to his devotees. So one aspect of his Bhaktavat Salyata, if he's going to be the husband, then the, the, the wife wants to have the husband with her. Not just like in some harem. I think Srila Prabhupada gave the example of one Nizam, I believe in Lucknow he had some, he also had some thousands of wives, but they never saw him. So they had they, were, they had the status of queens, 
but they didn't have any king to associate with, and they didn't have any sexual life either, because one king can only service so many queens, at least in this Kali Yoga, we hear of Chitraketu Maharaj, who had how many, a million queens, and, uh, and tried with all of them, but couldn't get a son by any of them. <clears throat> so, Krishna has so many queens, but he's able to live with them simultaneously. Uh, Baladevidya Bhushan cites from the Shodrasha, sorry, the, uh, the 108 names of Lord Krishna from Brahmanda Purana. He, the name Shodrasha Sri Sahasresha, the husband of 16,000 ladies. And often in Vedic parlance, they, not exact figures are given. Here 16,000 indicates 16,108. Just like we find many temples in South India, they're called thousand pillar halls, but they don't have exactly a thousand pillars. Uh, Parasha Bhatta also gives the same example. He gave that chronologically before Baladevidya Bhushan about the uh, Lord Krishna having expanding himself into 16,108 forms for 16,000, to live simultaneously with 16,108 queens. And also when he came out into public to, uh, for instance, to uh, every morning he would come out of his homes and proceed to the royal assembly and all the forms would merge into one. So it is the same person. It's not different people. It's the same person. Prajapata, in this regard, uh, quotes from Vishnu Purana, and we can very well do so from Bhagavad Purana. Many, much of the subject matter of Vishnu Purana parallels that of Srimad Bhagavatam. So uh, many forms, and naturally with the many forms go many names, because every, especially when we take the forms of, uh, for instance, Matsya, Kurma, Varaha, Narasimha, they all have different names because the forms are very different in their, yeah, they're very different. And they have different qualities and different pastimes, so having many forms that gives rise to many names, manifest qualities, pastimes, and so on. <clears throat> Krishna, immeasurable. The Maya bodies say because immeasurable, therefore non-personal. Wrong, we got it wrong again. Uh, Shankaracharya takes this name to mean that he assumes various forms, uh, particularly for the Shankara uh, brings our attention to the fact that the Lord takes various forms for the protection of the world, which is true, very, very much true. Krishna himself says as much in Bhagavad Gita, yada yada hi dharmasya glaniya bhavati bharata abhutanam adharmasya tadatmanam srijamiyam. Whenever and wherever there is decline of 
dharma and an upsurge of adharma, I appear myself. Although that's true, we're not going to try and contradict Krishna, but at the same time, we should understand that there's a, a more there's an inner meaning which is more or an inner purpose of Krishna which is more appreciable by his devotees that he's not simply Vishnu the maintainer of dharma but he is the supreme loving lord who comes especially to give pleasure to his devotees uh, <coughs> uh, an important point to understand here is that he takes forms at his will. That uh, has already been discussed in this verse, but no harm to discuss it again. That his form that, that is not impelled by karma, even though he has Krishna, it is a specific form. Rama, it is a specific form. It's not that Rama comes one time in a red form. Or it's not that Rama shows a thousand hours. And he has a specific form. And you can say that's fixed form, but again, it's all under his control. He personally... Why Ram is the fixed form for that particular bhav and feeling and the way he reciprocates with his devotees, but it's Krishna who decides to take such a form. So it's not that he's fixed by any, it's not there are any rules of the universe that are higher than him, but we can take it to the, in the sense that, yes, if there is any rule which he follows, it's not exactly a, a rule, but it is a, a, it's impelling on him, the love of his devotees. He responds to that. And therefore, as Rama, because he's playing a particular role, then he maintains a human-like role. Not that he's bound by that. Uh, human-like and very much uh, Rama Dharma Vigraha. He's the very form of Dharma. So for the protection of the world, he shows, uh, he personifies perfect following of Dharma. Uh, and that's also for the, for the protection of the world because if people don't follow Dharma, then they're doomed. They're in great difficulty. So that's an, another major aspect of Vishnu being the preserver. He preserves dharma, not only by destroying the demons who usurp dharma, but by giving the dharma, by giving the shastra, um, by manifesting himself in the hearts of dharmic people and impelling them to act in a dharmic way and himself coming and setting the ideal example also. Anekam uh, Murti, we can stretch this to say that the demigods are also part of him. We're also part of him. Lamai Vangsho Jiva Loke, Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. 
All the living beings are parts of him. We are Vibhinamsa. Uh, we are part of Krishna. So in that way, in, a, in one way we could say that Krishna expands himself as all living beings. Eko bahu syam. Chandoka says that one became many. So in one sense, everything is a manifestation of Krishna, but still there's a difference between his svangsha, his own personal Vishnu forms, and the vibhinamsa, the jivas who expand from him. So the demigods are also considered parts of him. They're also jivas, but they have special functions to perform within the universe. So in the same way that the king is considered a representative of God. Naranam chanaradhipam, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, among men I'm represented by the king. And then, acharyam mang vijaniyam, Krishna says, I manifest myself as the acharya. So the acharya is also human being. Uh, Brahmana is supposed to be Bhudeva, God on earth. So these are also forms of Krishna in the sense that Krishna manifests himself through them, his godly qualities, certain aspects of his godly qualities manifest through them. But at the same time, it's to be understood that the, by the uh, principle of achinta, achinta bheda bed, that we are parts of God. In one sense, we could say we are forms of him. Uh, but in a sense, not. In, in, in a very important sense also, not. Mm. Krishna Adhishtam. That term is used in Chaitanya Charitamrita. That we should not give pain to every living being. Know that Krishna, knowing that Krishna is residing with each person. Uh, so, Anekamurti can very broadly be said to extend to the demigods and even more broadly to all living beings and even more broadly to everything in existence, but especially to the Vishnu forms. But at the same time, even though there are many forms, we should always know that Krishna, this form, is most special of all. Srila uh, Prabhupada, in one talk, explained this. He said, in his original form, he is Krishna, two hands playing on the flute. That is his original form. The universal form is causal because Arjuna wanted to see it. Arjuna was a devotee, so Krishna showed him the universal form. That is not Krishna's actual form. Just like a person, he may dress himself as a king or something, but that is not his real appearance. If you really want to know who he is when he's being really who he is, without all social uh, dressing, dressing in a very smart way as a businessman, or, uh, if, you, if you want to see him just naturally as he is, you have to see him in his home. So Srila Prabhupada said, Krishna's real form is Vrindavan at home. That is his real form. And all other forms are expansion of his plenary portions. Advaita Machutam Anadim Anantarupam. 
in the Brahma Samhita, Ananta Rupa. He can expand himself in millions and millions of forms, Ananta Rupam. But Advaita, but he's one. Advaita, Achuta. Achuta means who never falls, infallible. So Krishna is infallible. His real form, uh, in any form, he's not fallible, he's a tutor. But his real form, Srila Prabhupada says, is dvibhuj murlida. Dvibhuj, two hands, murlida, having a flute in the hand. That is his real form. And this talk I'm quoting from, us, from the prayers of Kunti Devi. And Srila Prabhupada says, therefore, Kunti Devi is addressing Krishna. You have the universal form, but the form in which you are standing before me, that is your real form. The Krishna has many forms, and uh, that brings to mind, of course, his deity forms. How many deity forms does he have? We can't count, even on this planet, or to speak of other planets. In Vrindavan alone, Srila Prabhupada says there are 5,000 temples of Krishna there. That would include every house, and that number must have increased since then. Even very, very important temples. We have the seven main temples of Vrindavan, but there are so many other important and beautiful temples. And When you go to Vrindavan, there's so many... Just in Vrindavan town alone, there's so many important holy places. If, 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 there, if there were somewhere else, uh, you would give them great importance. But in Vrindavan, at, at every step, there are so, so many things of such great importance that just if you want to go about your day's business, you can... You, you, you have to just walk past a temple, which normally, let's, let's put it this way, say if, we, say if we were going past a temple and someone said, well, here in this, here in this temple, there's the Dan Samadhi, the tooth of Gadadha Pandit. You wouldn't just normally walk past it. Or here, you go in here and you'll, you can see the manuscript of Srimad Bhagavatam preserved that Raghunath Bhatta used to uh, read from. Or here, just walking on the street and then uh, just pass Radharaman and you see the, the Goranga deities. Uh, and, uh, but you, normally you'd want to... It says such an such a important temple was in another place then you'd want to stop, spend time, at least stop and offer obeisances. But the, the thing is, there are so many, so many temples that you just, you just, like I say, if you want to, if you have service to do, you, you work in Srila Prabhupada's service, then you may just walk past the temple and just bow your hand. I should show, bow your head and put your hand because so many things. So I'm Rindavan alone. There's so many forms of the Lord, and he's prepared to expand himself more. Devotees worship deities. More deities are installed for worship. It shouldn't be taken cheaply. It should be known. What, what tends to happen, just like that example of the, the transcendental wonderland that is Vrindavan, even as manifested in this world, 
when you first go, the, the first one or two or three days, you're, you're just like awestruck, but then you just kind of get used to it, and uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Therefore, Srila Prabhupada said, as I've heard, you should spend three days in Vrindavan, or three years. Three days, then you can maintain your proper spirit of awe and reverence. Or three years, go there and do service. Do some service to this mission. Uh, similarly with deities, there, there, there are so many deities and we may tend to take them for granted and even if we worship deities at home, we may tend to take them for, for granted and not really worship them. I, I'm very sad to say that I, I've seen in many homes, and I'm talking about not just Hindus, regular Hindus as you may say, but even in devotees' homes, they have deities but they don't. They don't really look after them very nicely. They, they, they don't have time, or they're not that much bothered. I, I, I see someone gets up in the morning, and they, they don't have time. They just put on their office clothes and then do some little puja or something. How do you do a puja in your office clothes and in 10 minutes? And maybe they do that just because I'm there, and they're busy going off to work. Otherwise, maybe they wouldn't do that either. So if you're going to have deities, don't think, well, he has so many forms, so let someone else worship properly, and I'll just keep it. And I'll do whatever I like, however I like, if I like. That's not the way. Krishna is always Krishna. He has many forms, but if you're going to worship the form, remember, this is Krishna. Not any less, because he's expanded into so many forms. Hare Krishna.